Hi, it gives me great pleasure on my 40th podcast talking to you guys. It's been a great journey, honestly. I'm reaching almost uh, 4.50 now. And uh, hopefully we'll cross 500 in the next few days. <laughs> the important thing is that I'm sure most of my listeners would be getting some meaning of what I am exchanging with you guys and hopefully I am able to create some value in this pandemic as we face immense stress on our daily lives on how we are living and what we are doing and how we are surviving these days uh, under duress, financial duress physical duress, we can't move out, we can't mix with people, we can't mix with friends, we cannot go out. That causes a huge amount of stress in us. What I'll talk today is something which is very <clears throat> inherent to us, which we do, but we do it within closed doors. We don't do it in the open. Most of us don't do it in the open. What is that? That is crying. Yes, we cry. And what we do? We close the doors and cry inside. Why? We don't want people to know that we are weak, we are child, we are a woman. Don't tell me. I think crying is the most natural outlet of all the pressures that has been building up in us for whatever reasons and however long it might have been. Either it is the death of a loved one or some separation or a divorce or um, uh, something going away from you or something not happening as per your wishes. All of them build up certain level of pressure in us. The more we hold it back in our in ourselves, in our heart, in our mind, it keeps on building up. God has given us a natural way of releasing that pressure and that is crying. You see, our eyes are always full of water because naturally God has made the eyes in such a way that it keeps on uh, uh, keeping it wet throughout the day and night and all our waking hours. But what is the tear gland? A tear gland is something which secretes watery liquid and you know what? Along with that watery liquid, a lot of negativity of our mind, of our body goes out. Yes, the body starts giving away the negative elements which has been holed up in us for days or months or years or for hours together by producing healthy positive exuberances that engulf us that ensures that we improve and our mind improves and our mood improves that is what tears do when you cry, you send a signal 
to all the good hormones in your body who produces hormones which lifts up your mood meaning it makes you feel happy so cry you must cry crying is the most natural way of taking off the pressure that has been built up inside you it could be of various reasons your near and dear ones could have used a language which was inappropriate or you could have been physically assaulted which was inappropriate or you could have lost somebody or something which was very close to you now instead of keeping all those pent up thoughts within yourself what does crying do crying helps your mind to wean out all that has been building inside you in anticipation of what wrong is going to happen to you i'm sure we as we as humans we have our sixth sense telling us what is brewing or what is going to happen and we have those signals in our life we get those signals we don't express anything because we don't want to share with people so if you aren't sharing those negative signals that you are getting or what you have been worrying about if you don't share it with your near and dear ones your loved ones then what has happened those negative energy is building up inside you and those negative energy will burst out one day and in a negative incident where you have lost something or you have lost someone or you have been physically assaulted or something extremely negative has happened to you what you do that breaks out it is the natural way don't stop it you see what my grandfather used to say crying is the best form of throwing out whatever has been building up inside you so why do people cry when somebody dies those old memories good and bad memories they need to come out of course they will be there for life but if somebody dies why do people shout and cry because they want to remove that energy from them they are gone the guy is dead or the girl is dead and it is over with crying enables a person to come and get into the present so that is why you cry when somebody is dead you want to move away from the thought of losing somebody you need to overcome that and that is why most religions have as 3 days or 5 days or 7 days or 9 days of official mourning given by their religion that you need to mourn for these days so you don't need to cope you be in the remembrance of that person but after that you need to move on you need to get back to life because there are others who are dependent on you and whose lives depend on you so you need to cry you need to take out all that pent up negativity that has been happening or the uh, premonition of something wrong that is going to happen or you're going to lose somebody a premonition of something losing or you're leaving somebody or doing something or something happening to you 
Once that has happened, once the incident has happened, you mourn for the required mourning days and move on in life. And the reason why you cry is whatever pent up has been building up inside you, you need to take it out, you need to wash yourself clean and move on in life. Crying also helps you to come to terms with reality. You see, if you don't cry, if you don't allow space for the new energy to enter your body, you will not be able to think afresh. So, if a wrong incident has happened or something very bad has happened with you, how do you react? Crying gives you that space that time to think once you have cried and all the tears have flown through your eyes and all that um, sorrow you had to shed once you are through with that your mind becomes empty your heart becomes empty they are now ready to receive a fresh impulse a fresh knowledge and that is what is the role of crying is that fresh idea that will enter your mind now will be completely new. It will no more be colored by the past of the premonition or whatever you had been thinking or whatever you thought is going to happen to you. Most of the time we kill ourselves by thinking of what is coming or what is going wrong going to happen to us. Once you have cried your heart out, you will see that you are so easy now to think different. Your tight chest because of anger, your close fistedness, your closed mind, they will all open up once you have cried your heart out. My granddad and my father used to say, let this guy cry, don't stop him. If you if you would go to console him, my dad would always tell me, Jolly, let him cry his heart out. Once he cries his heart out, he will start thinking afresh. If he doesn't cry his heart out, all the past will keep on mixing with the present and he will not be able to understand what is in the future. So, crying helps you build yourself up all over again. The third and most important, crying allows you to approach your life afresh. It gives you the energy to look at things afresh, meaning if you had taken for granted certain things in life, if you had taken for granted some actions in life, if you had chosen a particular path, this incident which has made you cry will also drive your mind to look at an alternate path, a path with which you will not face a negative situation, a path which will help you to move forward. So crying not only creates a space for you to think, crying gives you an opportunity to think afresh. Now any 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 point in life if you have met with an inflection that means 
if you have stopped in your tracks because of an incident and have been forced to think, why not think afresh? Why not think differently? It is very important that you take this opportunity of inflection to think differently. Have a different thought. Maybe you will choose the old path, but why not evaluate? Why not look at things with a different perspective? Maybe because the reason of your crying would have exposed you to a particular way of life which was very different than what you had perhaps thought it would be. Now that's serious business. That's a serious inflection in life. You must reassess your situation in life. When my father died or when my wife left, I have to reassess my situation, what I need to do, how I need to build my life. For me, it was a question of no more killing myself. It was a question of surviving myself because I had two kids to take care of, you know. And I had to live, I cannot allow myself to die because of neglect. I was neglecting myself because I was so feeling bad about my life. I had started neglecting my personal wellness. Now the moment my ex left me, I realized, oh God, if I die, who is going to take care of the kids? They are going to be in an orphanage or they will go into a foster home. Who will take care? Crying helps us. It doesn't make us small. It doesn't lower our self-respect. It doesn't make us a fool in front of others. We are free to cry. You are free to cry any time you want. Any time something has been building up inside you and you are not comfortable, get into a room or in front of anybody else, cry. Cry your heart out and if somebody asks why you are crying, share with them. That will make your life easy. And besides making your life easy, it will help you in three different ways. One is immediately improve your well-being. That's the first thing. You'll start feeling lighter. Your closed-chestedness, your closed or tensed muscles of the body will loosen up. You will be able to think openly and in a wise manner because all the negative thoughts of the mind or all the negative thoughts of what you are expecting wrong is going to happen to you will now go away with the it will get washed away with your tears and number three and most important treat this as a fortunate inflection point where you can reassess your life and plan out a way how you are going to take it forward. So what do I do as a survivor of all the mayhem that has happened in life? Anytime something wrong happens to me, I tell myself, look, this is just an incident. Let me reassess myself. Let me look at where I was going. And do I need to go there now? If I don't need to go there now, I don't. I'll do something different. I look at something else. Why do something in which I am not? I personally use this as great opportunities to rethink, re-strategize 
and rework my way there is no harm in looking at alternates whether you choose to follow one of those alternates or not is completely up to you but don't allow these opportunities of rethinking to go to waste you don't know you might come up with certain strategies which could be extremely beneficial in life let me tell you my success story you see when i i i uh, started writing in english i wrote four books there wasn't much happening as far as book sales are concerned and the marketing guys who sells help me sell those books were asking such a huge sum of money that if i would have sold my books only in thousands then i would have recovered the money which i would have spent in marketing so my first question was if i have to earn additional sales only to pay off these marketing guys then do i need to spend money up front i said no that's not the right thing and believe me i took that as a great opportunity because i would have spent cash and none of these marketing guys were ready to take responsibility of sales meaning they were not willing to commit how much sales i will get Oh, that's atrocious! Making my hard-earned money run after sales, which doesn't appear to be. And they would only tell me, "Look, I promised you sales, but nothing happened. So what can I do?" And I would have been left cursing them and lost all my money. So I stopped marketing. Instead of marketing uh, through agencies, I've started marketing through podcast. Now, when I use podcast, I get a great opportunity, a great opportunity to talk about my books, and I'm selling my books through podcast, which I think is a great way, is a great way to deliver my thoughts as well as on the same time make sales of my books, and see the thoughts that come out of this. Out of this podcast came an idea. Why not teach people English? You see, today I am an English teacher. Also, I edit books. That means, from a small journey of writing on Quora. dot com, a small journey of polishing up my English, I ran a complete journey to become an author, to become a book editor, and now. a podcaster and an english teacher now all this money that i earn helps me in promoting my podcast which in turn helps me in promoting my books now that's how i think you you need to use crying when you cry out your mind becomes empty your heart becomes empty of all the negative things and once it becomes empty only positive ways and positive thoughts come in that is how i have been able to evolve myself from a business person to a writer an author a book editor and a podcaster and an english teacher now that's how i have used 
the points of inflection. Please do that and be happy. It's always a pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you for listening to me. Post-production is by Aditya. Have a nice day. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.